So I am very, very excited about the topic that we're about to start. This was a topic that was um, voted in and requested by the guys. And the truth is, this is a very, very important topic. It's a topic that I hope will Beis Hashem will talk to everyone. And the truth is, we all need to work on this. This is something that every single one of us, on our own level, need to work on. And this is something that throughout our lives, we are often challenged with. And we're often put into uh, situations that require us to overcome some of the things that we're going to be discussing. Uh, many of us are familiar with many of the topics. Many, many, maybe some of the topics we're not so familiar with and we need to machazik ourselves in. And even the ones that you are familiar with, we are going to learn them. We're going to learn the sugya. We're going to understand them. And we're going to try as much as we can to really tackle this incredible sugya of Ben Adam Lechaveru, which I'm excited to begin. It's going to be a series. I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's going to take as long as it does. I'm going to try and do as much as we can. I do believe, Rabbi Isai, that if you concentrate on what I'm saying and listen and understand it and try to live it and try to think about it at different times during the day, then you can actually change much of who you are and how you act with others. That's really the goal. So I implore of you, please, I know there's a good cake over there, just for a few minutes, just focus. We're doing a very, very important topic. This is one of the most important topics that you will ever hear about. It's a topic of Ben Adam Lechaveru. It's something which is negated to every single person every single day. And the reason for that is that the Rabbanishon put us in a world where we live with others. We don't live on an island. We don't live in a bubble. We live with other people. Sometimes it's our family members. Sometimes it's our yeshiva friends. Sometimes it's our own family, wife and kids. Sometimes it's our workmates. There's always going to be people that you're going to react and interact with. And therefore, it's important for us to go through the sugya as best as we can. Let me start... And let's do a little bit of an introduction today before we go through the topics one by one, and there's many topics that I want to go through, is a little bit of an introduction. Okay? Listen to the following introduction. There's a Gemara in Shabbos Tavlamad Aleph. Famous Gemara. And the Gemara tells us that a Goy comes into Shammai, and he says to the famous Shammai, Shammai, I want to convert to Judaism. I like what these Jews are doing. I like how they're acting. I want to be a Jew. Convert me to Judaism on one condition. And that is, teach me the Torah on one leg. And Shammai took his stick and threw him out of there and said, get out of here. This is not what we do. This is not how we learn Torah. This is not how we teach Torah. This is not how we become a Yid. But just standing on one leg and learning the whole Torah. I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. Okay. Next, he comes into Hillel. And obviously, by the way, essentially... What Shammai was doing, you know, we all had this picture of Shammai being this old angry man in shul that was just shut the window. Not that guy. Shammai was a tzaddik. Shammai was the god of Lador. But what he was basically saying was, there's no shortcuts in life. There's no easy way out. You want, I remember when I was in yeshiva, we asked our Rosh Hashiva of Scheinberg. We said, Rebbe, could you give us a bracha for Torah? Give us a bracha for Torah. And he always laughed. He said, no, Sweat. That's the only way. The only way you're going to be Zoyka the Torah is by sitting and schmitzing and working on it. It doesn't come easy. Right? I know that somebody said to me, Elon Musk is working on a chip that you could put into your brain. Maybe they'll come up with a chip one day. It's quite good. I know what's going on. Well, no. they, they put up a chip one day into your brain. You put it in. The whole shots. There we are. By the way, they asked if I'm going one time. And he's like, no, no, I don't want it. I want to sit and schmitz. I want to work on it on my own. But I'll go upon him. This, Jew, this guy 
comes into Hillel. He says, well, I didn't manage in Shammai school. I'm going to go to Hillel's yeshiva. That's more love, accepting, everything's fine. So he comes into Hillel, and he said, Hillel, I'd like you to teach me the entire Torah on one leg. And Hillel says, sure, no problem. Come, come inside the Bismedrush. They come inside. And he told him, and he taught him the following. What did he say? Hillel told him, what that means is what you do not like don't do to your friend that's the whole Torah the rest of it is an explanation of that go finish it up which means a very important thing for us what Hillel was doing was Hillel was teaching us a Gavaldagir site you know when you have a building there are many keys Okay, you know, you see these people, these people walk around with a big bunch of keys. This key opens that door, this key opens that door. It's like, you know, the more chashiv, the more keys you have. So that's basically what it is. More keys, more doors. But there's something more chashiv than that. And that is having a master key. One key opens all the doors. The master key. Hillel Hazokin was teaching us the master key to the whole Torah. The master key to Kol HaTorah Kula is this. And he was teaching this guy, if you want to learn the whole Torah, this is it. What you don't like, don't do to somebody else. That's the whole Torah. The rest is an explanation of that. Now go learn it. Now that means that Hillel is giving us the master key to the whole Torah. That's the most amazing thing. And by the way, if you think about it, it's an interesting thing. Because there are two types of mitzvahs. Right? If you look at the Aseris Adibris, there are two sides. Right, Eli? There was the right-hand side and the left-hand side. Which one, which side was which? The right-hand side was Ben Adam Le Makom, and the left-hand side was Ben Adam Lechaveru. Now, I understand if Hillel would say that Ben Adam Lechaveru is very chosher, there are five of the Aseris Adibus, five out of ten, fifty percent of the Aseris Adibus, very important not to do to your friend that which you don't like. That's Kabbalic. But what's he going to do with Ben Adam Lechaveru? How does that help you for that side of the Aseris Adibus? You hear the question? So obviously the answer is, and I saw this in Ramosha Aristotle, the, the Mashkech of, of Kamenetz, he brings the Gemara in Saitadaflamazayanamalara, the Gemara tells us, we're all responsible for each other. We as Kral Yisrael are one unit. We're one family. We're one body. Yes, we have different parts. Yes, we look different, we sound different, we speak different, we think different, we, whatever it is. But we're one unit. Kral Yisrael, Arabim Zelazet. We're all connected to each other. And therefore, if we're all one unit, we're one unit for what? To serve Hashem. And therefore, every Ben Odom Lechaver is automatically also Ben Odom Lechaver. And therefore, what Hillel was teaching us was the master key, not only to Ben Odom Lechaver, but also to Ben Odom Lechaver. If you want to get closer to Hashem, I'll give you one example. We mentioned this the other day, that the Chinuch says, that if you want to have a Korosat Toiv to the Rabbani Shalom, have Hakkoros HaToyv to your parents. It's the stepping stone to have Hakkoros HaToyv to Hashem. It's very hard to just start zero and boom, Hakkoros HaToyv to Hashem. You need to have a step, you know, step by step. How do you do it? Step number one, Hakkoros HaToyv to your parents. After that, you can move on. You can graduate that and go Hakkoros HaToyv to Hashem. But if you have no Hakkoros HaToyv to your parents, you can never Hakkoros HaToyv to Hashem. That's what the Chinuch says. And therefore it's a Yisoyed that so many of our relationships with each other are sometimes a metaphor, a moshal, with a relationship with Hashem. And you know what they tell us? Chazal tell us the following. It's a very scary thing, by the way. 
Many people have the following question. I don't know how many people ever asked the question, but many people have the following question. Do you think Hashem loves me? Do you think Hashem's happy with me? Do you think Hashem is happy with who I am and what I'm doing? How do I know? Is there a way of telling if Hashem is happy with who I am and what I'm doing? So of course Hashem loves all of us. And whatever we do, Hashem loves us. That's true. But how do we know Hashem is be'emes happy with who we are and what we're doing? So you know what the Svarim HaKadoshim tell us? If other people are happy with you, it's a simon that Hashem is also happy with you. So if you want to see if Hashem is happy with who you are, have a look if other people are happy with you. If other people are happy with you, it means Hashem is happy with you. And if other people are not, Hashem Yerachim. So Rabbi Isai, what we're learning, what we're doing in these sessions, what you guys are here to hear, and this is very serious, that's why I want you to concentrate, I want you to live this, is to work on Ben Odom L'Chaber, to work on the relationship between man and his friend. Because ultimately, this is going to give us not only good relationships with other people which we interact with all the time but it will also give us a relationship with the Rabbi Shalom and ultimately that is what we're here for the Vilna Goin when he was asked what is the purpose of a human being in this world why? why are we here? now of course everybody has their own mission as the Messiah Shalom says everyone has their specific mission but what is the mission of human beings? why did the Rabbi Shalom create us in the way that he did? and the Vilna Goin said you know why? Tikkun Amidas. Tikkun Amidas. End. Finished. Period. Full stop. You are in this world. You were sent down to this world. You were created for Tikkun Hamidas To become a better person. How do you become a better person? Ben Adam Work on your Midas. Work on your character traits. That's what we're doing over here. That is what's happening over here. There is Hashem every day at 1220. It's going to be an amazing, amazing opportunity that I'm very excited about. Rabbi Yisai. How does a person test... How does a person test if he has, what's the litmus test to see if he has Avas Israel, if he loves other people, he cares about other people? How does a person really test it? So, so, one of the main causes that makes a person not have Simcha for his friend is often kinah, often jealousy. Rabbi Saul Salantif gave a famous marshal once, and that was of a guy that had a uh, cow. Now, in the olden days, everyone had their own animals, and you went to shecht your animal, meaning you went to the shechet, you shechted your animal, and then you went to the rabbi to check if your animal was kosher, right? So this guy had a cow. Now, a cow was a very expensive. It would supply the meat for months and months, right? He went to the shechet, they shechted the cow. <coughs> the shechet said, there's a bit of a shail over here. I don't know what to say. There's a bit of a shail. You need to, go to, you need to ask the local rabbi. So he goes to the local rabbi, and the rabbi says, I'm really sorry, I've checked the lungs, it's treif, it's a treif animal. Now, do you know what a loss that is in those days to lose a cow? We're talking about a serious amount of money, months of meat being withheld for that reason, okay? Only because the rabbi says, but the rabbi said it's treif, the rabbi said it's treif, he's the rav, we trust him, it's treif. Got rid of the cow, Okay? Two weeks later, Rabbi say, two weeks later, this man, same person, had a machloikas with his business partner. He had a machloikas in business. He said, he owes the money, he said he doesn't know the money, whatever it was, it's irrelevant what the question was. They went to the Rav, as you do, went to the Rav. The Rav heard both sides, and the Rav Paskin that this guy, the guy who was there, our guy from two weeks ago with the cow, was in the wrong, and he owes his partner the money. 
Okay, the Rav said, so he gives the money. He walks out of base and he says, this Rav doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he's biased. I think he's making a mistake. What does he know anyway? And someone heard him and said, I don't understand. <laughs> You're the same guy, two weeks ago, went to the same Rav with a very expensive cow. He told you the straight and you accepted it without any problems about what, how bucky your Rav is. All of a sudden now, you're making trouble. He said, you know, you know why? Because somebody else is getting the money. And that's what bothered him. When I'm losing the money, all right, what can I do? That's like, but somebody else is going to gain from it. That's terrible. How many times in life oh, do we get angry? Do we get upset? Do we get jealous? Do we speak Lashon Hara? Or do we speak Rechilis? So many things that we're not meant to do, we do because somebody else is gaining something that I want for myself. Okay? And that is what's going on over here with Ben Odon Rechavere to realize what's happening, to realize what we're doing and to realize what we're up against. It's a very serious thing. I want to end today's introduction. As I said, today is simply going to be an introduction into the sugya with a very powerful yesoit. And that is as follows. In Parshish Emor, at the end of the Parsha, there's a sugya of the Makoshish Eitzim. The Makoshish Eitzim is a person that was basically collecting wood on Shabbos Kodesh. It was a terrible thing, it was a terrible Avera. And the Torah tells us, the Posik tells us, right, by a person who's cursed, Rashi explains you put him by himself. Why do you put him by himself? The person that cursed Hashem, you have to put him by himself. You can't put him with the guy that broke Shabbos. Why not? So Rashi says, because at the end of the day, the guy that broke Shabbos is Chayv Misa. Right? You break Shabbos, Chayv Misa. That's just how it works. Right? It's a Chayv Skira. Obviously with Edim, whatever. But you're Chayv Misa. You break Shabbos, you're Chayv Misa. So the guy that was Mekoshish eats him, he's Chayv Misa. The guy that cursed Hashem, we don't know what his punishment's going to be. We don't know what it is. And therefore, put him by himself. Don't put him with the Makoshish eats him. Eh? Says the sister Chachomim explaining Grashi. Can you imagine if you took the guy who cursed Hashem and put him in the same prison as the guy who's Mahal Shabbos? What's he going to think? He's going to think, uh-oh, I'm obviously on the death row. I'm obviously getting the same punishment as the guy who's Mahal Shabbos, which means I'm going to die. And we don't want to cause him tsar. Rabbi Sai, ask the Chadusha Alev. I don't understand. What are we dealing with here? We're dealing with a guy that's cursing the Rabbanshim Rachman and Islam, one of the worst of areas. He's cursing Hashem, Chasrushalom. And we're worried that he's going to be upset when you put him in the same room as the guy that's Machal Shabbos because, ooh, he's going to be upset that maybe he's going to think, I'm also going to be, you know, get Chai Bisa because that's what he's getting. So if I'm in the same room, it means I'm getting the same thing. So the Chadusha Alev, it shows. How careful we have to be about the sensitivity to somebody else's feelings. Even if it's a person that's in the wrong, who did something wrong, which this guy did. This guy cursed Hashem. What do you, go into prison, get out of here. No. If it's going to hurt his feelings, put him separately. Put him levadoi. Why? Because we don't want to hurt somebody else's feelings. One of the worst things that a person can do is hurt somebody else's feelings. Is not to be sensitive to somebody else. We don't know what other people are going through. We don't know what other people have in their lives, the challenges, the hardships, whatever it may be. We have to learn to be sensitive to other people. And much of what we're going to discuss, Be'ez Hashem, in these shiurim, are not just midas tovis only for yourself, but it's also with our interaction with others. And that's what makes it so important. Rabbi Sai, we're going to pick sugyas, 
We're going to go through, for example, one of the very first things that I want to discuss, which I believe to be one of the fundamental yesodas of an Odom Lechaveirai, and we'll explain it in detail tomorrow, Be'ez HaShem, is the sugya of Don Lekaf Schos, of judging people unfavorably. It is an incredible and a powerful midah that if we implore within ourselves and we learn to live with it, it will change the way we look at other people. It will change the way we speak to other people, about other people. It will change a lot of things. But again, Rabbi Said, I'm relying on you. I'm relying on you to A, be here, and B, be part of this. Listen and think about it during the day. These are things that we have to work on our whole lives, but we have to start somewhere. We're working on Ben Adon Chaver. Let's remember what Hillel taught us. The whole Torah on one leg can be taught with one line. What you don't like, don't do to somebody else. Because you don't like it. You wouldn't want it being done to you. Don't do it to somebody else. That, says Hillel, is the entire Torah. Rebbe said, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow we shall continue with the Sugar of Don Chavz